0: and don't forget to check out our website www.hisheartline.com we're happy to have you let's get started good evening ladies and gentlemen good evening good afternoon good morning glad to have you here it is october 26 2022 that would be wednesday i am jason your co-host with god and jesus christ at my side because they are the host they are the ones in charge they're at the wheel therefore they are steering this ship through the crazy chaotic waters that we call life welcome and like i always say you put your trust in faith 100 percent in god and christ They will steer your personal ship, your personal vessel into that safe harbor where it's calm, safe from the swells, safe from the wind, safe from all of that. He will steer your ship into that harbor so you can anchor and get your feet on solid dry land. And if you only knew the symbolism behind what I'm saying there, you would really understand. And basically what I'm referencing is getting away from maritime law, law of the sea to common law which is the law of the land that's my reference that's why i say that so anyway glad to have you here i just got off doing a uh correction for the show that i did yesterday uh so go listen to that check that out it's only 20 minutes long um so destrian like i said destrian and i had a nice conversation he was like yeah uh you kind of misspoke on this one thing he goes and i i don't know how i missed it i must have been distracted he goes but and then gave me the correction. I said, okay, no problem. I'll do a quick amendment and do a correction show. Not a big deal. That's why I like having him on the show as well as a couple other key people in the assembly that are a wealth of knowledge because they help keep me honest and they help. It's a good checks and balance because I don't have it all. I don't, I don't have it all figured out, folks. Just because I sit here and do a podcast and read stuff from national assembly, you know, website and the documents and I just go over it and basically reread what's already in print out here in the air. Doesn't mean I have it figured out or know it all, because trust me, I don't know it all. I'll probably go to my grave at 90 some years old, hopefully 100 and still not have it figured out. Or at least know everything that's out there because there's so much information. But the important thing is that we keep learning in this journey. So anyway, yeah, Rita, I agree with you. The year is going by really fast. I mean, it's just like I said, like I said yesterday, it just seemed like just yesterday we were in my living room with my family listening to, you know, 90s, you know, style hip hop, old school songs from the 90s, you know, because 90s rocked. I, I love the 90s. I'm a, I was a 90s kid and wearing my daughter's pink cowboy hat with these cheesy little, you know, little disco lights in our living room, <laughs> partying it up like it's 1999. Now here we are almost in November. Yeehaw. Well, anyway, so the eighties was better. My butt. No way. Let me tell you, the hair was terrible. Their car sucked. The music was either really, really good or really, really sucked. I, I, I disagree. Nope. 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 Me and you might have to fight on, on the air for this one. I don't know. I, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> I think the only thing that good that came out of the eighties was, uh, Oh, what's that movie? Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. I think that's about the only thing that came out of. <laughs> anyway, um, so anyways, uh, so let's get in the get into the read. <laughs> so wrong, she said. All right, so we're gonna be reading Romans chapter fourteen, New American Standard Bible, um, is what we're gonna be reading from. It's typically you can just guess that's pretty much what i'm gonna pick the reason i picked that by the way folks is uh, there's a good bible reference uh website it's a good ministry that i reference it's called bible dot com and they have the bible in digital pr- uh, versions now uh, let's see one two three four five six they got it in six different versions there's only one out of the six that I really care to read, and that is the NASB. Unfortunately, I don't have my favorite version, which is the New American Bible Revised Edition. But there's also a reference or there's also another good um, Bible reference like Bible Gateway. And then if you want to know more questions. Um, um, hold on one second. Sorry, just got distracted. Um, my wife is texting me, and I I can't talk and text at the same time because guys just don't know how to multitask like that. So, um, and besides, I like the old chi- Chinese proverbs: the fox that chases two rabbits catches none. So you know, just goes to show you that multitasking is you know, yeah, not that you know, it's really not that efficient. So anyway, <clears throat> um. What was I just saying? But yeah, so anyway, but it's a good, it's a good Bible. It's a good reference. BibleRef.com. There's BibleGateway.com. And then if you have questions regarding the Bible, there's GotQuestions.org. And thanks to Rita. She's the one that directed me to that one as well. I thought that's a great reference. So check out those uh, sites if you need, you know, if you want to just look and research. So, okay, we're going to get right into the reading. So, Romans chapter 14, New American Standard Bible, starting with verse 1. And it reads Now accept the one who is weak in faith, but not to have quarrels over opinions. One person has faith that he may eat all things, but the one who is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat. And the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own master, he stands or falls, he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person values one day over another, another values every day the same. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it for the Lord, and the one who eats does so with regard to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And the one who does not eat, it is for the Lord that He does not eat, and he gives thanks to God. For not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. But as for you, why do you judge your brother or sister, or you as well? Why do you regard your brother or sister with contempt? For we will all appear before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, to me every knee will bow, and every tongue will give praise to God. So then each one of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore let's not judge one another any more, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's or sister's way, I know and am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but to the one who thinks something is unclean to that person, it is unclean. For if because of food, your brother or sister is hurt, you are no longer walking in accordance with love. Do not destroy with your choice of food that person for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For the one who serves Christ in this way is acceptable to God and approved by other people. So then we pursue the things which make for peace and building up. one another do not tear down the work of god for the sake of food all things indeed are clean but they are evil for the person who eats and causes offense it is good not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything by which your brother or sister stumbles the faith which you have has have as as your own conviction before god happy is the one who does not condemn himself in what he approves But the one who doubts is condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from faith, and whatever is not from faith is sin. It's chapter 14, verses 1 through 23. Let me take a quick little sip of water. Man, I swear I could tell all the air around here is getting drier and drier. I can feel it in the back of my throat. All right. Oh, man, I'm going to have to say something to my mom. I saw her pop in on their screen name because I know what her screen name is. She popped back out. What kind of nonsense is that? Man, my old mother doesn't even want to listen to my show. Man, I must really suck. (laughs) Uh, She's probably like, uh, something may have come up. I don't know. I'm going to have to give her a rash of crap about that now. Huh. Huh. Well, next time you see Coastal Runner roll up in the uh, chat board, be like, hey, why would you drop out of your son's show? That'd be great. We'll just bombard her <laughs> like in Tifa on, 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 on Pond Bean. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. She probably had something come up. Okay. I try to be funny. Sometimes I'm not. All I see is crickets on a chat board. People are like, eh, you're not funny. <laughs> okay. So, what what's Romans chapter 14 really mean? Okay. So, Romans 14 tackles an issue as relevant for the modern church as it was for Roman believers in Paul's era. And many decisions in Christian life don't come with absolute yes or no, one-size-fits-all answers. Now, on all major issues, God's word is clear. But on less important subjects, Christians might find it necessary to agree to disagree. How to live out that kind of unity is the focus of Paul's comments here. Now, Paul has written that for those who are in Christ, some actions are clearly right, and this includes setting ourselves aside in love and service to others and to be in submission to human authorities, and other things are clearly wrong, including you know, sexual immorality, jealousy, drunkenness. And this leaves open the question of practices not clearly right or wrong for all people. So, For the Roman believers, this debate mostly concerned some of the rules and restrictions of the law of Moses. And those in Christ have been freed from following these rules, but doubts lingered. And is it right or wrong now to eat meat that might not be kosher according to the law? Is it right or wrong now to observe special days like Jewish festivals and the Sabbath? And so Paul divides the church into two groups based on their response to these questions. Now, there are those who are fully convinced that because of God's grace that they are free in Christ to eat and drink anything. And nothing is an un- unclean for them. Now, then there are the believers comparatively that are weak in their faith that who do not feel a clear conscience acting outside of those restrictions. So in other words, they may think that it's still wrong for any Christians to eat non-kosher meat, for instance. Okay. Okay. And so though Paul calls these concerned believers weak in faith he instructs those who are comparatively strong and free in their faith to welcome them. Now these less these less assured Christians ought to be fully and completely accepted into the church and not only so they can be argued out of their convictions. The picture that Paul paints is of these two groups coexisting in the church in unity and peace. And so I will sit I'm going to stop here for a minute and say this. Destry and I actually were, we were just having this conversation just a little bit ago before I went on the air, as a matter of fact. And like I said, my wife grew up around the Catholic Church her whole life, and her whole family has gone to the same church for quite some time. And it's a good church, believe it or not. I actually really enjoy the church, but because of now, you know, the more I learn, the more I read in the Bible, and I like I said, I've ha- I've already went into this story. I won't go into it again and bore all of you, but like I said I I told my I told the priest. I said, "Look, I I find that I got closer to Christ and stronger in my faith on my own reading the Bible than when I did ever going to mass." And I said, "I'm not trying to say that to offend you, Father Chuck, but I'm just I'm trying to be real with you." And he actually still appreciated my honesty. And he said, whatever you're doing clearly is working for you. And I see a difference in you because you're asking very solid questions to still learn. And so I say all that to say this. So my, you know, like I said, the church, and and it's not to say I won't go to mass. I'll go to mass once in a while if I'm, you know, feeling bored. But my, like, so what I was going to say here is, even though my wife and I have a little bit different viewpoints, because like, like it says right here, though Paul calls out these concerned believers, like, okay. So like I said, the picture that Paul paints is that these two groups can coexist in the church in unity and peace because one might think one thing and the other might think something else. Right. But the thing is, is that they're still walking firm in their faith with God and Christ. And so it's like, who's to say that I'm completely right? Because I might not be. It's like Stephen Covey says in his book, uh, I think it's in this book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Two people in an argument or a debate can both be wrong and right at the same time. It's all a matter of, I guess, perception. But at the end of the day, My wife and I, we may have varying viewpoints with certain things when it comes to faith and when it comes to salvation, but at the end of the day, we both agree on one thing, that that God and Christ has to be centered around everything. And that's that's why, again, Paul paints that picture of these two groups still, no matter what their views are, still coexisting together in unity and peace. And that's very important. And we do have that. And so neither group should pass judgment on the other. Because like I was saying to Paul or uh, uh, Destry, I was saying, you know, my wife still feels it to be significant for her and important to her to go to a priest to confess her sins. That's fine. I've told her, I said, I'm not telling you that's wrong. Because either way, whether if you go to a priest or not, or you do it in the comforts of your own home privately in like a war room type of closet. Either way, God hears you confessing your sins whether if you go to a priest or not. At the end of the day, he sees that you're making the choice to ask for forgiveness and to confess those sins. So again, some people agree that going to a priest is the way to go and some people don't agree. That's me. But at the end of the day, both can be right and, you know, b- both parties can be right at the same time. Does that make sense? And so, and so God has welcomed both groups into his family. How dare either group turn the other away? And the Lord is the master of them all. After all, let's not forget that. And none of them are master to the others. No matter whose faith is stronger or weaker, each person should be fully convinced of his or her position on these issues and practice them to honor the Lord while giving thanks to God. And this goes for both the abstainers and the consumers, both the observer of days and those who do not. Whatever we do, we should honor the Lord because all of us in Christ belong to him. We need to remember that. And so a key component of this teaching is that, is the fact that we have no place to judge each other. A judgment day is coming for Christians when Christ will examine all our works and he will determine which of our deeds were worthwhile and which were worthless. And though our salvation is, in Christ, and that salvation is secure, each of us will give an account of ourselves to God for how we spent our days here on earth, how we live this life, and we will not be judged according to the preferences of other believers. People need to remember that. And so, still the group described as stronger, in quotes, stronger faith Christians cannot flaunt their freedom, carelessly choosing to eat and drink risk harm to their weaker brothers and sisters instead they should set aside their freedom to promote peace unity and building up the church instead of tearing it down in other words merely having the freedom to do something does not make that action acceptable in all times and places it's better to not do anything that causes another christian to stumble rather than to pass judgment on oneself by encouraging someone to violate their own conscience i hope that makes sense And so when it comes to deciding whether we will exercise our freedom to eat and drink things that were once forbidden, according to the Old Testament, a strong Christian's first priority should be to avoid tipping up someone who is weaker in their faith. And so if somebody believes something is unclean, meaning their conscience cannot agree to partake in it, then it really is unclean for them individually, in their own mind, in their own perception. And so to violate their conscience in that case is sin paul writes and that makes a lot of sense and so at the same time those who have tighter convictions those paul labels as quote weaker faith christians don't have the authority to put restrictions on other believers and you could see that referenced in 1 corinthians chapter 10 verses 29 through 30 and 1 timothy chapter 4 verse 4 so having a Having an opinion that something is in, is a sin for you does not automatically mean that act is a sin for all other Christians. So rather than looking down on those who don't share a non-essential conviction, should know that anyone who violates their conscience in these unclear matters will be sinning. And all Christians should keep disagreements about non-essential convictions and practices between themselves and God instead of using their freedom or a holier-than-thou attitude to rub it in the face of those who disagree. They should humbly choose not to offend a brother or sister in Christ. And this is why when my wife and I have these debates about different things of, you know, when it comes to, you know, how one should live, right? And what one should follow. The only one question I always ask is, well, where is it in the Bible that it tells us X, Y, and Z? That's really all I do. I'll just, I'll ask that question. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you're wrong. No, because if she is strong in her conviction in that belief, who am I to say that what you're following is wrong? Because again, like Stephen Covey says, both people in a debate can be wrong and right at the same time. And so in conclusion, I think this is a very valuable lesson for people to reflect on. I think people should really go back and read chapter 14 in Romans and really, really read it. Because everybody has a different perception. Everybody has a different reality. As I say, perception is reality. And just because you're strong in a certain conviction, then say somebody else, doesn't make you right. And that's something I've always had to keep in the back of my mind. And keep reminding myself, I am not always right. I, in fact, I can be wrong a lot of times, too. So anyway, but that is all I have for today. Let's do a quick prayer, shall we? <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, Heavenly Father, I thank you today for this wonderful lesson. I really enjoyed actually reading this. I mean, I, I enjoy reading every chapter every day. But for some reason, this one really hit me strong to the heart. And I really appreciate that. It's a very valuable lesson. I think a lot of people should really take to heart. And so we thank you for this lesson today. Thank you for another day of life and good health as usual, because without good health, we have nothing else. We thank you for your guidance. We ask for your forgiveness. We ask that you help amend our lives. And as we ask for this forgiveness, help make straight our paths, and and help us realize the wrongs that we have committed so we do not commit these wrongs anymore, whether if they're both knowing or unknowing. We pray for our enemies, that they don't triumph in their schemes and their traps and snares that they try to set for us, but at the same time, we also pray that not only do they fail at their trappings, but we pray that they come and turn to you. That's the most important thing. And so we thank you each and every day, Father, for your Son, Jesus Christ. We invite him daily in our heart. And with that said, we ask that you guide our thoughts, help guide our words, and help guide our actions. In your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And that's it. That's all we have for today. I hope you all have a wonderful wonderful evening or morning or afternoon wherever you're at in the world i gotta say thank you for sharing the show folks i was counting out the countries there is roughly about like 80 plus countries now that um that are that this podcast is being downloaded in it's awesome i was like wow um All 50 states, it's crazy. I mean, this has been growing really well, and I really appreciate all your efforts for sharing this podcast. The best donation anybody can give me is sharing this all the time, telling people about it all the time. That's all I want, because I'm going to keep doing this until my very last breath. And um, yeah, I just want to say how much I really appreciate this community. And also back to my mom, I, I didn't realize this cause today is Wednesday. Uh, I think, yeah, because today's Wednesday, she is in the Florida assembly. I believe they have a call. So yeah. And Florida, man, they're getting inundated with new people that want to sign, you know, join the assembly after Destry did a uh, interview with Lena, Leanna on her power, passion, freedom show, uh, two weekends back to back. Um, so they got like 37 or 38 people wanting to, uh, inquire to be a member it's like wow that's really cool so they're they're exploding right now so they're very very busy so i just forgot about that today's wednesday so she does have something so she probably wanted to pop in catch whatever she could and then she had to pop off to get on a conference call so don't harass her next time when you see her (laughs) because i just destry had to remind me that i'm like oh crap you know what he's right he actually she probably does have something she's doing (laughs) so um I guess that's it. And and to answer your question, let me see. I thought I saw a question here. Are you doing a podcast tomorrow? Yes, I am doing a podcast tomorrow. 1% with him. Um, I might do something as a bonus show. I'm not sure, but I will say this 8 a.m. Friday. Yes. I'm going to have Donna Brandenburg on. So we're going to do, uh, 8 a.m. to um, 9 a.m. She'll be on His Hard Line. And then at 9 a.m., I'm going to be on Brandenburg News Network. So join us. And I'm going to show you my awesome, awesome tumbler that I drink coffee out of that my good friend Randy made. I'm going to be taking some pictures. So Randy, let me just share this real quick one more time. Randy, who I believe is in Indiana. So they uh, he sent me up a, a package of a, another tumbler. Um, with the his hardline logo on it, a coffee mug, a uh, couple different keychains, and then some koozies. I'm gonna take some pictures of these. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet because today was just an, another one of those days. Um, I'm gonna take a picture. I want to make a very nice photo of this, as well as one of the his hardline shirts that we do with uh, heat press vinyl. And I'm gonna do a poll on both True Social and uh, Telegram. And I want you to go view these products and give us your opinion because my opinion doesn't really mean squat. What I think looks good, other people like my wife, other people might say it looks better. Like I was sharing a funny story with Randy the other day. I was telling uh, Randy yesterday actually on the phone. I said, you know, Randy, because there was one thing I didn't care for on the Tumblr. And we're going to leave it to a vote for you guys. And he, so he has a logo and then, um, on top of the logo, it says, I am, uh, I'm, uh, um, I, th- I forgot how it is now. Cause they're upstairs right now. And then on the bottom, it says a hard liner or something like that. Right. And, um, I like the, I'm a hard liner and maybe it was the font. And so I told him, I said, I hope I'm not offending you. I said, I'm not quite necessarily a fan. And then Katie, my wife, she was like, Well, she's like, That's what it was. I'm a hardliner. And so my wife was like, Well, why don't we do what Randy's saying, put it to a vote? Because just because you don't like it doesn't mean a thousand other people won't like it. I was like, You know, that's a very good point. Because let me share this little quick, little short story, and then we're going to get off here first. You know, get off of here so I can go eat some dinner. I still didn't eat dinner, ladies and gentlemen. This is how nuts my day's been. But I was sharing this with Randy and he thought that was funny. Um, I tried being a a good husband last fall and bought some fall decorations from Hobby Lobby. Well, this year, I'll give you one guess where they're at. Those decorations for fall are now at the landfill. I saw them gathered up out of the box. I looked at my wife. I'm like, what, like, what is this? She goes, um, I'm gonna try and sell these. I said, whoa, 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 I just bought this stuff last year. She goes, yeah, I don't really like it. I was like, that's like, this is nice stuff. She goes, no, 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 it's not. I was like, damn, really? I'm like, how come you didn't say anything last year? Well, I didn't really wanna hurt your feelings. I'm like, well, this is really stabbing me in the heart now, don't you think? I'm like, shoot. So, we couldn't find anybody to buy my crappy decor from Hobby Lobby. And so, I was like, fine, it's going in the trash. So, this is bullcrap. And the same thing with coffee mugs. I bought, she wanted to make a nice little coffee station by the Keurig. So, I bought her one of those Keurig K-cup holder, Lazy Susan type things, right? I went the extra mile, bought a nice stack of uh, coffee cups that come in like one of those like metal framing tubes that, you know, that just keeps them nice and organized, right? You can set on the counter. And they were nice earth tone type colors, something that seemed kind of country to me. Well, (laughs) needless to say, that was in the for sale slash trash pile. And I saw that I was like, why are you getting rid of those mugs i just bought those like in january of this year she goes i don't really like these it's like oh my god i'm like you are really killing me right now you know i'm like you're really killing me and yeah rita i agree with you she says it's always good to go with your wife for decorations just saying and i will say this she is actually a really good decorator a lot of people come in our home believe it or not so she decorated 99.9% 99.9% of this house but I will say she is a great decorator because when people come into our house like for the first time I can't tell you how many people like eyes bulge out and they're like looking around like oh my gosh this looks like something out of like a uh, you know out of a magazine this looks like a Chip and Joanna Gaines type of like decor like I mean she is great with decorating. But if I can be honest and I've been honest with her sometimes she picks some things that seem straight up tacky and too contemporary in style I'm like no I am not doing this contemporary modernistic looking nonsense that looks like a, a Miami yuppie would put in their condo in South Beach. Nope. Sometimes she picks some things that I look at and I cringe I'm like nah negative I refuse that. Said, I will sleep in the basement if you put this in the house. Which at that point, she's like, Phew. She's probably buying the whole store up with that kind of style because then she gets the whole king bed to herself. She's like, Phew. you lose, buddy. You're on the couch. I get the whole bed to myself. <laughs> oh, Lear Lordy. So, anyways, I say all that to say this. What I like doesn't necessarily mean it's right. What I like, somebody else may not like what I don't like. Somebody else thinks, you know, they may like, so we're going to, I'm going to take a good, I'm going to take some good photos of the, of these products that Randy made. I'm going to put it out there and I want you guys and we're, I'm going to find out if Randy wants, you know, maybe an email or how he wants people to contact him. Him and his daughter do these. Um, I want him solely to, you know, he's going to do this and, Like I said, this is kind of like an an official slash unofficial kind of thing. I I want him to make money. I want him because here's the thing. I win either way. I told him, I said, I don't need a cut of any of this. He goes, well, I will donate. You know, you know, you know, I will. I said, I'm not even worried about it. I said, listen, God blessed me with a full-time day job for a reason to, to, to earn a living doing that so I can fulfill his calling over here. But at the end of the day, I know people like those coffee mugs he I'd rather have somebody in the community make some money, and you know if it's something they enjoy doing it's a hobby or it's something that brings them joy I'd rather have somebody in this community make some money selling his hardline tumblers and coffee mugs than me farm this out to a corporation with a bunch of people I have no idea who they are so at the end of the day, his hardline podcasting God wins because. It's getting the name out there. It's getting the podcast out there. That's the way I see it. So with that said, I hope you all have a great night or day, wherever you're at in the world. God bless. We'll be back here tomorrow at 8 a.m. Because like I said, tomorrow at 5 p.m., Donna Brandenburg will be at Don Luis. Mexican restaurant in Grand Haven. So if anybody's in West Michigan, come, say hi, meet and greet her and ask her some tough questions. She will be the only one that will answer the tough questions and not give you a politician's answer, no answer. So come check her out. We're going to do a little bit of a live broadcast out there on her BNN. And I think if I get froggy, I might actually do a live on air podcast on Podbean. It'll be from my phone, so it won't you won't have like all the, you know, official music. You know, the intro, the outro, you won't, it it won't have the same studio quality uh, microphone, you know, um, clarity. It's going to be on a cell phone. But as she broadcasts from her BNN on her phone, I think I might do the same thing on Podbean. Just so you guys can feel like you're in the action here. So be on the lookout for that. So, all right. You all have a great day or night, wherever you're at in the world. And God bless. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. On our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates